and good morning family this is podcast language leapers and i am your host derek sage we stand on the brink of the weekend once again it's friday and the time now is 9 35 it's a little late to be doing a podcast i'm usually at this much earlier but this morning i did things a little different today i fixed myself a nice hearted breakfast which is something i i don't always do i usually will have a fruit or something something very light and then i won't really eat until later on in the day around between four and six o'clock when I like to have my real meal but today was different and today was different because well I had a lot of studying that I had to do especially with my French I study something every week if I can't do it every day. And today I wanted to prioritize my studies over all else. And so that's what I did. And as I studied, as I went into it, I was thinking about different things and methods that I could not only use for my studies, but I thought about how I could help other people who are studying Spanish or French and as as I had my study time I got to have my study time and then take time to meditate which was really good because today like many days it has been raining (laughs) it's been raining since last night and pouring Now, the rain has lit up a little bit, but it's still raining quite a bit. I could actually hear the monkeys in my background also. I don't know if they like the rain or dislike the rain, but I have noticed that whenever it rains here in Cocles, Costa Rica, the monkeys always have a say. You can hear them from the trees. It's almost like they're having their own conversation at a very high volume. But these things, they went into my meditation because I got to counting my blessings and thinking about the things that I do have. And I realized that my life here in Costa Rica It's so simple, and yet it's so rich. For one, there are no helicopters in the sky. There are no airplanes in the sky. And so the constant noise of hearing an engine above me, I haven't really felt more than 
five times this year. And the only reason why I felt them the five times that I felt them was during the highest peak of COVID-19 here in Costa Rica. It's not as bad here as it is in many other places in the world. And on our good days, like today, there are no engines in the sky, no helicopters, no airplanes, only nature. So if I listen hard enough, I could hear the monkeys, I can hear the birds, and if I really listen, I can also hear the ocean. It's not that far from where I live, actually. Only about two and a half blocks. If, no, I would say I would say three blocks away. If one had to walk directly from my room outside, straight down into the ocean, you would be walking for about three blocks. And you can actually hear it from here if you listen hard enough. And these little things are what help add to the richness that is. Costa Rica that is here in Coplis. There aren't many people who live in this town, but the people who do live in this town are very nice. They're very friendly. And as I think about these things, I have to, I give thanks. I give thanks to be able to live in a quiet environment. And even when it's not completely quiet, my interruptions are of nature, the animals, the fact that it's raining, and so on. But as I meditated and as I gave thanks, I decided to dive back into some reading. Sometimes I have to put my reading off because I get so busy in my studies I get busy with the classes that I'm doing and reaching out to different students and reaching out to different friends and even family members that a lot of times reading gets put down. But today I decided to make time. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's the weekend. But as I read, I read a book called In Tune with the Infinite. This is by Ralph Waldo Trine. And this book I've read three times already, and I really enjoyed this book. Um, it's really about finding yourself and being in tune with yourself and the universe around you. And how when you're in tune, then you can really find peace and you can really find happiness. And it shares different methods for you to achieve this. So as I read the book, the part that I read spoke about the power of our thoughts. And it was very powerful to me because it gives a powerful illustration about this man who he goes into his meditation and he enters the garden that the book calls the soul garden. And this garden is a beautiful place. It has everything from running water, uh, beautiful plants, beautiful flowers. The air is clear all the time. 
and people come in and no matter what mood they're in when they leave they're always happy and it says that as long as the man is in his his soul garden and as he tends it the garden is beautiful and everyone enjoys being there but then he rents his soul garden to another person who is only concerned with as the book describes practical means and practical returns which translates to money if it doesn't make any dollars and it doesn't make any sense and while the garden is being rented to this individual it takes a turn for the worse the plants start to die the water stops flowing as it used to flow and people don't find the same enjoyment that they used to have when they would come in and this really spoke to me it really spoke to me because I understood that what they're trying to illustrate or what they're trying to say is that we have to find more in our work than just how much money we're making from doing it it has to be more than that because when we only focus on the money everyone loses out you notice that when you're happy and doing what you want to do the work that you do is usually great awesome fantastic especially if you're doing it for someone else they really appreciate it if you enjoy doing what you like doing if you enjoy doing what you are doing rather it was just something that stood out to me but in the book also reminded me of another book called 1984 and I thought about 1984 because it illustrated the power of our thoughts and it spoke about how our thoughts are alive and that our thoughts are their forces and that they are real and that our thoughts have weight to them and I thought about it and as I said it took me back to when I read 1984 by George Orwell and in 1984, one of the antagonists are known as the Thought Police. And the Thought Police are the police who basically go around arresting people for thinking a certain way that is against uh, what society wants them to think. Basically, in this day and age, our freedom of speech gets imposed upon quite often. We're supposed to have freedom of speech, but oftentimes we find that it's opposed. Sometimes we say things and we find opposition simply off of what we say. Well, in the book 1984, society has evolved to a state where not only is your speaking finding opposition but the very way that you think <laughs> the very way that you think can be met with disapproval and serious opposition to the point of incarceration and then sometimes death how does the police know what you're thinking in order to arrest you for these things well 
I would encourage you to read the book and find that out for yourself. But what I gathered was that what if what if we had our own thought police? Or what if we made a conscious effort to focus on certain things to think about and nothing outside of that? Sure, we have things that we need to do. We have certain things in our daily routines that require our attention. But our thoughts, our thoughts, we're so suggestive to many thoughts that are not our original thoughts. When we go through our phone, when we enter our social medias, whatever the social media of the times, as we enter our social media, we're given so many pictures, so many images, so many words that are not ours originally. And as we implant these images into us, we think about them, even if it's for a split second. We can be scrolling, just going down our timeline. And as we implant ourselves with these images and these thoughts that are not always positive, think about the impact that it can have on you versus if you make a conscious decision not to. And you make a conscious decision to only think about things that are originated by you and you alone if you want to learn a second language bombard yourself with images of bilingual people bombard yourself with images of or images that encourage you to be bilingual or multilingual if you're already bilingual and you want to add another language set up for yourself an environment so that the only thoughts that enter your mind are the thoughts that you create for yourself. The images that you make for you, put those images into your mind. Do not allow an outside force to give you what is unhealthy. And by this I mean negative thoughts. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. This has been Podcast Language Leapers. And I am your host, Derek Sage.